0: Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast. Giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check one, mic check one. Here we go, brand new podcast episode. Friends, what is going on? Um, So I still have not gotten a new um, microphone, but for sixty bucks, I believe I found this little like um uh podcast uh, anti-reverb acoustic shield thing. It's like a three. It, it folds into like three pieces. Um, it's a little heavy, but not too much. It fits on my on my computer desk. Uh, but for sixty bucks, I figured well, you know what? If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, then you know, not a big deal. Sixty bucks is something I can live with. Um, so you're listening to this right now. Hopefully it sounds a little better. And if it does, then I probably don't need to buy a new microphone and then I can buy something else, right? Because that's just what we do. Anyway, today we we're talking about um, nothing in relation necessarily to like the business part of, of uh, owning a business or being freelance. Um, but we are we talking about um, the, the full frame versus Super 35. And I guess you can also throw in, like a micro four thirds into the mix right now, right? And so why are we talking about full frame? versus Super 35. Well, if you look at a lot of the cameras today, they are pretty much either full frame or Super 35, right? Obviously, but um, looking at uh, current cameras that are being used in productions um, from the lower end to the higher end, right? We have the Alexa Mini LF full frame, a large format. We have the uh, Red Monstro, which is pretty much um, in that, you know, large format, full frame realm. Uh, we have the Sony FX9 full frame. We have the Sony a7S 3 uh, full frame, the FX6 full frame, the FX3 full frame. Uh, so we have a lot of options, right? Um, and then even going into like Black Magic, right? Blackmagic has a plethora of Super 35 cameras, right? The uh, Pocket 6K, the 6K Pro, the URSA the G 2 and the 12k they're all um super 35 uh the red uh red komodo is super 35 right and so i i feel like there's there there's sometimes there is too much of a hype where it's like oh you know full frame right uh someone you like a lot their work they shoot all full frame right so you're like okay well now i gotta have a full frame camera um but do you really need a full frame camera right is it is it the case that uh, are we are we kind of just getting caught up in hype just because someone shoots full frame? Are we forgetting about everything else that comes along with that person's skill set? Right. How good are they at lighting? How good are they at making the lens choices in um, in relation to the project that they're uh, filming? Um, how how about the crew? Are they a one man band or are they used to working with, you know, uh, 8, 10, 20 people, right? All those decisions help you decide if you should go full frame or go to Super 35, right? Now let's bring things back into the realm of like owner operators, right? People um, who are doing, uh, maybe here and there are doing one man band operations or a lot of one man band operations. Uh, maybe every now and then you get to have a small crew with you, right? Five people-ish. Something like that, right? What camera makes sense for you to get um, in regards to a full frame or Super 35, right? And, and I think right now we are in the best time in the world because you have so many different options when it comes to the cameras that we can choose. To own right let's say the red komodo um everything i've seen from the komodo looks really good and it's a very very affordable uh camera right you're getting the you're getting red code raw you're getting um the ability the ability to shoot in pro res you're getting some decent high frame rate options uh although with red you know everything you have to crop in so just like every, every other camera system now, right? You, have to, you kind of have to crop in a little bit when you go into the higher frame rates, right? Uh, but you're getting the, uh, red, the red color science um, and you're getting a really good dynamic range for $6,000 just for the body, right? But the camera is still a super 35. It's a little bit larger than full frame, but it's not full frame. Right now, if we if we contrast that with a camera, say like the Sony FX6, I think it's a very popular camera, same price point, right, six thousand um, uh, dollars. That pretty much out of the box you can start shooting with as long as you have a lens. That is a full frame camera. It shoots four K, four K one twenty without a crop. Uh, shoots uh, uh, full HD at two hundred forty frames per second, and again, it's a full frame camera. Right, so so I think long gone is this debate of full frame versus super thirty five. And if you look at some of like your favorite movies in the past, just in the past 10 years, right? For instance, two of my favorite movies uh, in the past 10 years would be Sicario and um, Blade Runner in 2049. Both movies directed by Von uh, Villanueva and also uh, the cinematographer was Roger Deakins, right? So that, that's a whole different conversation in, in and of itself. But if you look at the camera, right? Sicario was shot Super 35, right? Alexa XT. You look at um blade runner 2049 that was also shot uh on the alexa but super 35 right and i believe he did use the alexa mini for a couple of um a couple of shots but again the mini is also super 35 right um go back to like older movies uh, girl with the dragon tattoo right um that was the red mm, the old red scarlet or the Red Epic, I think. I always say, if, I mean Red changed their their names so many so many times. So, but it was like one of the original Reds, right? Super 35. We can go with um, another movie, Arrival, right? Another Danny Villameva movie. Bradford Young, cinematographer, amazing work. That was shot on the Alexa XT, right? So Super 35 um, with super speeds, right? So I think I think again, long gone is this debate of of whether full frame is better than Super 35 or Super 35 um you know is super 35 outdated right is full frame replacing it and i don't think it is simply due to the fact that manufacturers are still making super 35 sensors right aries uh next camera that they announced is going to be a super 35 sensor right so it's like even area is saying like hey, we have you know uh 65 we have large format uh and we also have A new super 35 camera coming out right Uh, the area mirror it's an old camera but it's still it's still a tried and true and tested camera system that is also super 35 right so you know if you're looking at getting a new camera in 2021 maybe 2022 um i think you have to look at what camera best best serves you right i feel like if you if you do a lot of run and gun type stuff i think go full frame because at least you'll get that full frame aesthetic that you normally um, can't get with Super 35 unless you have really good lenses, right? Uh, you also get an advantage of uh, being able to, uh, for the most part, have have more more of a focal range that you can work with, especially when it comes to like the wide end of things, right? With Super 35, sometimes it's kind of hard to get, you know, like a 14 mil or a 16 mil on Super 35 unless you go like um really really wide lenses right and those are kind of hard to come by um so again if you're doing one man band type of stuff if you um if if you're doing uh say uh, say situations where you need the extra stop of light or an extra you know light hitting the sensor full frame does have that advantage simply because the uh if you kind of take a look at like the original sony a7s and the a7s mark ii uh, iso is one thing right um one way that the camera was able to uh, be able to see see in, in complete darkness sometimes, right? But you also have to remember that that sensor is full frame, right? And so the sensor size is able to capture more light per pixel. Um, so again, if you're doing one man band type of stuff, maybe look at full frame. Uh, if you're used to working with, you know, an assistant or two uh, small crew, then I think at that point, it, it just comes down to which one do you prefer, right? Do you prefer... Say a camera like the Sony FX9 that is natively full frame that can also go into a Super 35 mode. Um, or you know, do you really want to go with red? But you know, by the time you build out like even say an old red epic dragon package or a Scarlet W package, you're still probably paying like 15, 15-ish thousand dollars US. Does it make sense to just pay maybe like you know nine, 000, ten thousand dollars and get a red Komodo that's you know newer, right? Than than the old Scarlet W and the old Dragon sensor. Um, Maybe you're looking at say something like a Blackmagic, right? You really like Blackmagic Color Science. Uh, you like the Ursa Mini Pro G2 it has built-in NDs. It's got good high frame rate options. You have um Blackmagic RAW, right? It comes with It comes with a copy of DaVinci Resolve Studio. Uh, and for like six thousand dollars, you basically have a camera that you can um, that you can start shooting with, right? So definitely take a look at all the camera options available now. And again, the hardest part, I think, it, it kind of it kind of comes down to two things, right? One is getting outside of your ego uh, of of what you would like to have. And then, you know, number two is is what's going to bring you more value to your business, to your production, right? Um, I would love to have an Alexa Mini LF, but it doesn't make sense for me to throw down $100,000 for a full Alexa Mini LF package, right? When I'm not working on those types of jobs, like 90% of the time. If I was, different story, but I'm not. So, you know, for me, my FS7 um, gets the job done and the next logical upgrade for me would be the FX9, which I am looking at getting um, either this year or next year, which I've said I've said that like a billion times. Uh, It's on the list, right? It's on the list. But for me, that camera is the best of both worlds because one, it's full frame. Okay, it also has a super 35 mode, which if I want to use super 35 glass then I can do that. That camera also has a native uh, dual ISO, right, of 800 and 4000. So for those times when it is really run and gun, documentary, low light, in the city, some alley, back way kind of thing, or maybe you know you're shooting a blue hour, uh, dust, you know the ISO 4000 can help out when you don't have the um, lighting power to normally get you what uh, what you want in camera. So. Uh, full frame versus Super 35. Again, that is up to you. Uh, there is no right or wrong in, in today's age. I mean, next year, who knows, maybe micro four thirds makes it makes a comeback. Um, maybe Super 35 starts to take over the market just because the lenses are are less expensive than full frame. And I feel like, you know, there, the Super 35 cameras, there's so many of them out there compared to like full frame cameras, right? Um, so you never know. All right, well, that does it for me, friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you liked it, please rate it. Let me know how I'm doing. I would appreciate it. Subscribe to my podcast as always so you're notified of uh, the new episode coming out. This is a weekly podcast again. And, uh, you know, just shoot me a DM. Let me know if you like the podcast or not. Uh, Let me know what kind of topics you would like me to cover in the future. And I'm definitely open to suggestions and and see how I can uh, be able to provide that type of content for each and every one of you out there. And that being said, I will see you guys in the next podcast episode. Ciao.